Blog Talk Radio. Maybe use the window shopper, man and me, 
Italian. Slowly turning into barbarians. Lord Gary, when the whole boulevard's carrying. Living in the world of sin. My ghetto girls and men. Waiting for the world to end. <laughs> I see the trucks jump, even little kids trust them. They bust dumb, that's what they get a rush from. When I see them, we fail and have a real discussion. Yo, Rob, what's the jewel of the day? What up, son? You got ambition? Shorty said, man, listen, I got the man for living. Can't stand the vision, make plans on my mission. To everything listen. Women in the expedition, no plan for prison. In a vision to see me get through two millennials. Sitting in my embassy, sipping Hennessy, getting high. And watch life pass me by. So I ask him why. With a fast supply, he said I'm living just a job without any feeling. So I wait here for my maker to a time to go with this domino, with all of her girls and all of my men, waiting for the world to end. <laughs> Trying to paint a Taught to keep his head to the sky and never cry. But the streets left him to die. Now it's definitely die. Living in sin or give men a sinister grin. From beginning to end, and it's a win. Evil rebels doing what we do in the ghetto. Thinking if we were devil, we can deceive the devil. You can't win your life, but end. Try again. Shorty said, Why we born again to die again? That's what I said when I realized I had a gift to uplift and be one of the Lord's advocates. Peace to you. And speak the truth. Someone will teach you do when they reach for you. And my reward won't be due to seeds. It's even better. I could be one of the greatest MCs ever. If I tell them they intelligent women and great men. And let's stop waiting for the world to end. <laughs> Trying to paint a perfect picture. <laughs> next Clothes is orange, the phones is broken. 
broke, the food is garbage. A lot of this is living with these circumstances. SP's the same, I still murk your manses. Drug money to rap money, work advances. Just ran and told I should have murked the Kansas. Got popped for a murder attempt. Knocked me on D block when I was burning the hemp. Had a brick in the stash, hope they don't take it to a further extent. Locked up and they won't let me out. When I hit my cell block, know to stretch me out. I'm steady trying to find the motive Why do what I do The freedom ain't getting no closer No matter how far I go My car is stolen No registration Cops patrolling And now they don't stop me And I get locked up They won't let me out They won't let me out Locked up They won't let me out No Back with a couple of The corner blocks on fire. On the covers dressed as me. Making so much money. Products moving fast. Put away the cash. As I sold the last bag. Counting got locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. No. Now that I'm locked up, I rep two sets, so I'ma ride and die and stay deep locked up. Two, two brushes up, whoever wanted would be. When I walk by, and get up, cause I'm locked up, they can't get me out. I smoke a stick of when they stress me out. Go and hit the ball when the wreck be out. Can't wait for the day when they let me out. Visitation no longer comes by. Seems like they forgot about me. Commissary is getting empty. Cellmates eating food without me. Can't wait to get out and move forward with my life. Got a family that loves me and wants me to do right. But this I'm here locked up. They won't let me out. Yeah, back on deck, your boy Flossy Jeezy back in the house once again, you know what I'm saying, for some blog talk radio flavors, trying to get it in tonight. You know what I'm saying? Flossy Jeezy presents what's really going on, you know what I'm saying? Tonight we focus on the town that I'm living in here, Portland, Oregon, and some of more of these, you know what I'm saying, all white, bright ideas that's coming from the city, you know what I'm saying, as usual, Portland, Oregon, you know, stepping up their game, you know, one of the most racist cities in America, you know what I'm saying, stepping up this gentrification game, you know what I'm saying, which includes lies about diversity, targeting minority areas of town, refusing to provide low-future uh, income housing, 
You know what I'm saying? You got a newspaper here, the Oregonian, that brags about how white the city is, you know what I'm saying, and provides information based upon race, okay? They basically, any info about your earning potential, any earning power, they're doing it based upon race, you know what I'm saying? They're saying if the Asians make the most money being whites, then anybody that falls up underneath there, there it is. Also, over the next 20 years, they're planning to bring in about 400,000 more people to the area, and we don't even have enough room here in this already cramped city. And, of course, you know what I'm saying, it seems to me that all the focus is on whites only, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the local papers tell blacks to get over the past. They had a writer over there in Oregonian that told black people that they need to get over what happened in the past, that their kids are moving in and we might as well, and, and families moving in, and we might as well get used to it, talking about the local high school that's over here. So, I mean, you got the same old business as usual as you always have had tonight. I plan on focusing in on the local uh, African-American publication paper that's dealing with this gentrification problem. It's called the Portland Observer, and it's been a, a, a magazine that's been in circulation here over 50 years. And I tell you something, it, it cuts right to the heart of the matter, talking about what's going on here in Portland. Basically, the article starts out saying, Portland, you are growing. The name of the story, by the way, is Grow Portland, Grow. Portland, you're growing, and Metro's largest projects see the region swelling at about 3 million people, right, over the next 20 years, increasing by about 400,000 people. But communities of color already impacted by gentrification, low employment factors, what does this mean for the future? You know what I'm saying? I tell you what it means. It's a very bleak look at what's getting ready to happen here. Metro 2015 Growth Decision Report released earlier this month assesses the capacity of the region's urban areas to accommodate housing for jobs, you know, added for the population. But one thing the report does not account for and never has since the government agency began doing business in 1970 is the impact on the growth rate deal. And you know what it is. It's this gentrification fuckery. You know what I'm saying? Once again, the gentrification thing rears its ugly head, but I'm starting to notice that the, you know, uh, areas that once had were full of African-Americans are now being having the doors blown off of them, and all you see is white people in those areas, and either the other ones are either incarcerated or they find a way to price you out of your, your, your home and, 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 and out of the way of life that you're used to having. Matter of fact, before we go on, I'm going to bring up the word gentrification so, just so that you know exactly what's going on. Okay, you know about gentrification in Portland, but I'm going to read you what Wikipedia, which is my Bible of information, says that means exactly what that is. Basically, gentrification is a shift in urban uh, community towards wealthier residents and businesses right, and increasing property values. Gentrification typically is a result of investment in a community by a real estate development business. Local government or community activists can often spur economic development and attract business and lower crime rates. Let them tell it. They want to create the crime rates by putting the drugs in our communities in the first place. In addition to these potential benefits, gentrification can lead to population migration, which involves poor residents being displaced by wealthier incomes. In a community undergoing gentrification, the average income and average family size decreases. Poor, pre-gentrified residents who are unable to pay these increased rents and property may be driven out. There's no maybe here in Portland. It has happened. Often the industrial buildings are converted into residences and shops. New businesses which can afford increased commercial rent cater to a more affluent base of customers and further increasing the appeal to hire uh, uh, migrants, basically people from New York, you know what I'm saying, or Utah, 
you know, any place east of, of Oregon, that's where they're bringing them in from. Accessibility to, the, okay, future increase in field to higher uh, in, uh, migrants and decreasing accessibility to the poor. In other words, they're making it where you can't even afford to come over in, into the neighborhoods anymore. I live over in a town, small town within Portland called St. John's, and now any place basically where you have minorities, they're targeting those areas. Political action is offering the community's response either to promote gentrification or oppose uh, economic eviction. Local governments may favor gentrification because of the increased tax base associated with higher income residents as well as the perceived benefits of moving the poor people. Now, if that doesn't sound like basically the watch band of fuckery around the arms and wrists of African Americans, Hispanic folks, and even uh, poor white folks who, who can't really afford this, you know, wonderful move of theirs, you know, that's as bad as it gets. That's a brief thing to give you an opportunity to know exactly what this gentrification process means. Okay, check it on guests going in yet. Okay, so as I continue to go through this thing, it says Metro's growth management decision, like I said before, is based basically on, on, on race. It says the Urban League of Portland's director of advocacy and public policy for uh, uh, policy for Mitch Purcell says that the fact is uh, problematic and that the nonprofit social or, uh, services and civil rights organizations is currently working around a second installment of the State of Black Oregon report started in 2009. The report combines data, narrative, and lived uh, experience to illustrate the social economic realities for people here in Portland. And so basically, finding good housing and gainful employment is especially acute into the African-American community, according to the city's planning bureau, right? Blacks have the lowest annual median income of any other group at $26,449. Asian top the city's bracket at 51000 823, with uh, uh, whites strikingly close at 51,802. This is not a surprise at all that this will go down this way. This is not a surprise at all is that this is the reality. The bottom line, as the handwriting is written on the wall, white people out here in Portland, Oregon, are not hiring blacks and, 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 and minorities as fast as they would anyone else. They would rather keep us in jobs that basically are actually below the poverty line and below the, the, uh, the 26,000. 449. So it's not like we're actually getting those jobs or able to see those jobs. Let me give you an example. If the current minimum wage, basically, uh, right now for minimum wage, let's say that, oh, it's around $8, right? Maybe a little bit more. Let's say $8.75 if that's what we're looking at. And you multiply that times 160 hours, right, 160 hours and or full time, only just a moment, times 100, 160, which is a month's wages of 40 hours, that's only 1400 bucks a month. If you take that 1400 bucks a month and you multiply it times 12 months out of a year, that's only $16,800, okay? And so basically that's actually $10,000 lower than what you were told on the, on the facts that I just read. And this is average stuff for, you know, Hispanics and minorities and, and kids just starting out. That's actually basically a child's salary, which is ridiculous. Hell, even Washington State just went to $10 an hour, and Oregon still has yet to come up with that back of health, even though we have a purported democratic state. Other factors have made it more difficult for disadvantaged populations to find affordable place to live. Passing current urban renewal policies, for example, have led to a new massive inter infrastructure parts of the city, but displaced people of color. Let me read that to you again. The urban renewal policies of this racist city right, have led to massive infrastructure parts of the city, which displaced uh, people of color. 
which holds or sold for higher profits, sometimes demolished and, 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 and turned into a more expensive profits. And what they've done out here more often than not, if you don't want to give up your property, right, even though you paid for it and Big Mama and Big Papa paid for that, what they do is, is they condemn your property so that they can take your property from you. You know what I'm saying? In other words, a mass amount of fuckery that continues to go on in this city that has, has, has not been challenged but is not unknown to its residents, and it continues to happen over and over and over again. Also, other factors that make it more, diff- make it more difficult, like I said before, is the higher housing costs and fewer rentals uh, have uh, pushed away African Americans to suburb communities. You know what I'm saying? The so-called numbers. In other words, once the streets get past, say, Grand Avenue, it then goes to 6th Avenue all the way up to whatever number the cities run to all the way into Gresham and into what they call the Rockwood community. Another impact of is minority youth, especially uh, been Measure 11, a law that ushers young black men into the prison complex. Measure 11, in case you don't know because you're not a resident of Oregon, this Measure 11 deal requires a person to stay in jail for nearly six years for crimes that basically stem from, you know what I'm saying, now the now marijuana legal use right up to more felonious crimes. And some of the more felonious crimes you can understand, but like I said before, with no employment and they're not hiring, you just heard the figures a little while ago, only Asians or whites are actually benefiting from the more upper-level jobs that are going on here, and this is a purposeful thing that they're doing. And this is why they have these governor and, and mayor meetings up in, up in Georgia, up in some of these places they go to. They have sat and they've planned this, this gentrification stuff that has been going on from what I heard today. files where it's been going on for about 50 years. And so now all they've done is they keep having these meetings over and over again, once a year, once every couple of years, where they all get together and plan the, the, the fuckery that has plagued the country, the nationwide with this. Purcell says that the government policies disproportionately affect minority populations in neighborhoods that they live in and will continue to be fragile. The Portland Housing Bureau Director, Tracy Manning, told the Portland Observer that in the next 20 years, the city's planning for 128,000 new homes, right? But she could not predict how many of these would in terms of race, what kind of income occupations they would have, right? So what they, what they did say is however, that 80% of those in households are expected to be housed in multifamily properties along uh, transit corridors. Manning said that the city preps for this continued growth. Some of the housing bureau's immediate areas focus on Interstate Corridor, north of Portland, and the Cully neighborhood in northeast Portland, which despite the majority uh, is white, both have the Latino and African-American populations, which means you are targeting those areas. The nonprofit Hacienda Community Development Corp. has been working since 2010 to establish an economic commercial retail hub centered around the Latino community, one of the fastest growing in the state, called Portland's Mercado on the southeast uh, 72nd and Foster. So they want to move them clear across town and farther away, and this whole thing is to to make sure that it's convenient due to gas prices and everything else that these folks get an opportunity to come in and basically steal the areas away from stuff, from other residents that are already here. And people are trying to fight the displacement, but unfortunately a lot of them don't have the money. And as you heard earlier, they're only focusing on Asians and whites so far as things go. So once again, as Portland has always been known for in this, in this non-diverse way, is the fuckery that they come up with, screwing everyone else out of their property, screwing everyone else out of Big Mom and Big Daddy's house. And unfortunately, because of things going the way they are, the children of these, of these folks 
cannot uh, really sustain uh, the the, uh, the 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 onslaught of things that's going on because I mean it's it's absolutely horrible the way it's been going down. But what you what you see is what you get now so far as what's going on in these communities and how they're doing the communities. I mean it's it's an absolute abortion the way that they're doing things in Portland. So the development is geared on maximizing the potential of upward mobility for the Hispanic population, right, with modest investments. In other words, they're not trying to put a whole lot of money in there. They're just trying to jam a bunch of people into one area. So uh, the modest investments in an intergenerational education of certain buildings such as home ownership, you know, youth families, and uh, micro-enterprise services. Hacienda says many Latino families in Portland have experienced managing small businesses and strong entrepreneurial spirit. However, due to barriers such as language, economic disparity, culture, poverty, and financing, they can't start businesses that could create economic opportunities, families, and greater growth. Though Portland has always been populated by white people, even today the distinction of having the whitest core of, uh, of America and the major cities in America, the diversity of people joining the community has also grown. Well, this is crazy because, that, it, once again, this is what I was saying earlier about the Oregonian publishes these newspapers and publishes these things that tell you how white this city is, and that's why all you see is white people coming here. And, of course, the actual population, and what's bad is that it's not just minorities that suffer from this. It's also whites that don't meet, meet the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the high marks of the low standards that these people come up with when they're screwing people around and screwing people out of their housing. The bottom line is that everybody that, that really isn't making the big dollars are getting screwed, but most of the jobs, and you can see, I mean, you can see, I've been out here in the employment market, and fortunately for me, I came out of the military, and I kept the ball rolling so far as keeping things going, so I won't be affected by a lot of stuff, but for the people that are up and coming and actually trying to do something, every last one of them are going to find themselves getting screwed by this indoctrination of this system that they have that basically screws people out of, out of, out of property, home, and everything else, and then, like I said, they have people that sit up and sell their homes, you know, for cheap, and then they turn back around, and what do they do? They screw them all the way around by then offering those same houses for five times what they bought for them. Yeah, it's smart business on one end, but on the other end, you're basically screwing people and making sure that you price people out using the tax codes and everything else, which is crazy. So, again, though Portland has always been populated by white people, even today has the distinction of having the whitest core of Americans in American City. Despite not having the data to back this, this, this claim, Dana Hayes, an aide to the mayor's Charlie Hales, said there's absolutely no reason to believe that the metro area will be any less diverse in the next 20 years than it is. He, he is uh, more cautious, however, when it comes to predicting if Portland will have jobs sufficient over that period. Well, if all you're doing is hiring white people and Asian people and the minority community is continuing to suffer from the demise of this racism and fuckery, there's no way in the world we're going to be able to withstand what's going on. And you're going to continue to run into the same problem over and over again. It's really a horrible, peaceful shame. And the racism here is legendary. They actually had the grand cyclops, a KKK that lived here during the early 1900s. And Portland, you know what I'm saying, back in the 80s, there was a death by, uh, by execution of Uligator Sarad, an Ethiopian uh, immigrant who was murdered by white supremacists out here in Portland. But Portland has a very rich history 
unfortunately, it's also a very negative history. But what they've done is they've basically given you, instead of hard bar soap, they're giving you soft soap that you squirt out of the bottle by doing it to you financially in your pockets. So basically, they're telling you to bend over and, once again, like Ice Cube said, giving it to you without Vaseline. Right now, the income disparity is a serious growth problem in all American cities. And they're doing this because basically they're doing this crap all over the country. And basically, they've got maps out. You Google them and you look them up and you look up the word gentrification. And then you type in gentrification in cities. There was one town in, in, in um, Virginia that I was looking at earlier on my uh, uh, Facebook page where they have completely, completely separated you know, one side from the other, and they do it basically based upon the same thing, what your minority status is, what your income is, and everything else. I mean, this is absolutely just, a, a, you know, bullcrap the way you see it. And so long story short, right now, the income disparity is a serious growing problem in all American cities, and we hope that this situation will be improved as our middle class is bolstered and the services of lower incomes is more robust. But it's, to be honest, a lot of this is depending upon federal policies and stuff. We know the federal government has already began the process of defecating on affirmative action. We know they, they know they started in the colleges, and you know how it goes down. It'll start in the colleges, and it'll just work its way all the way down until you have an articulated system where, you know, you look up and everything is screwed up. And like I said before, you know, you, you have nothing to look forward to except for what's going on. But, you know, like I said before, as Tupac said on this next song, and I'm going to go to commercial break, you know, say pay a couple of bills, and when I get back, we're going to dive deeper into something else that's going on in the local international scene. This is your boy, Flossie Gigi, reporting in from Portland, Oregon. Very sad situation going on here over the next 20 years, but it's already happened already, and I've already seen the changes. Our minorities are no longer in minority communities. They're just basically pushing us out, and they're using the tax code to screw us, and it's a damn shame, and it's, and it's, and it's really, you know, an abortion the way they've done it. So Flossie Gigi presents. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? What's happening? 646-595-3402. We'll be back in a while. Uh-huh, they can't keep the black man down. They got me trapped. Uh-huh. 
up, throw me on the concrete. Coppers tried to kill me, but they didn't notice what's the wrong streak. Bang, bang, count another casualty. But it's the cop who shot his brutality. Who do you blame? It's a shame because the man's playing. He got caught in the chain of his own gang. How can I feel guilty after all the things they did to me? Sweated me, hunted me, trapped in my own community. One day I'm gonna bust. Blow up on this society. Why did you lie to me? I couldn't find a trace of equality. Work me like a slave while they lay back. Homie, don't play that. It's time to let them suffer the payback. I'm trying to avoid physical contact. I can't hold back. It's time to attack, Jack. They got me trapped. Thank you. 
So you know how it goes down. Your boy Flossy Jeezy back on deck. You know what I'm saying? Flossy Jeezy presents, you know what I'm saying, what's really going on. What's really, really going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, flipping the tracks about, uh, you know what I'm saying, Portland, Oregon, with the weird shit, fuckery. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, talking general subjects tonight. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying what's going down. Enjoying what's going on. You know, so far as the conversation and everything, kind of doing a solo act tonight, it's cool, though, because, you know, there's always a lot on the meat rack to talk about, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know? Now, here's something that's, you know, original and new for you here. It says here, and I'm sure you've heard this story going on, it's kind of like hood news, you know what I'm saying? They don't never really like to talk about, uh, you know, our stuff on the media and stuff, the alleged dominant society always like to kind of keep things quiet and on uh, on the load. So, you know, they have, there it goes. seems that uh, there was a woman whose uh, seven-year-old daughter uh, was being molested, you know what I'm saying, at, by, by her husband. So the woman took matters in her hands, and she burnt his ass up. That's right. She went in there and, and set him on fire. It says here that the story is reported on 360experiment.com as every mother's nightmare. Millions of children are harmed every single year by otherwise safe-looking adults. And sometimes, you know, something happens right under your nose of a parent. If you're a single parent, please see this story as a wake-up call to be very protective of your kids. The man that you love may have a split personality or a sexual appetite that extends to your children. Right? The scariest part of all of this is that these men appear to be safe, and women too, for that matter, because it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Equal opportunity society, 
equal opportunity fuckery. That's just how it goes down. Police we've spoken to who investigate crimes against children say that many of these cases occur in, in, in homes of single mothers whose children are abused at the hands of their boyfriends. The problem is even worse when your child is a teenage girl with curves that might appeal to a man. Another thing to consider is that most children who are abused never tell anyone. So if this does happen to your child, there's a good chance that you will never know. So protect your child by monitoring who is around them and also teach them to communicate if anyone should try to abuse them. Whether you choose choose to set an abuser on fire is up to you. We can't say that we recommend it, but we understand your frustration. Let us first try some preventative measures so that it doesn't get to that point, okay? Said no amount of fire is going to get rid of this woman's pain she now has to live with for the rest of her life. This is the story below. Said, what would you do if you thought that your boyfriend or a woman was having sex with your child? Said, say that this was a dilemma faced by a woman that claims her husband was sleeping with her seven-year-old daughter. She was a stepfather. Says here, uh, Tatanisha uh, Hedman, a four-year-old woman in Washington, is now facing multiple charges for allegedly setting her husband on fire after finding out he was molesting her daughter. The woman is seen on camera at the, at the gas station buying gasoline just a few hours before the incident took place. According to police, the woman doused her sleeping husband with gasoline and immediately lit a match. The felons also showed the store uh, asking for help, uh, showed him going to the store asking for help after the fire had been sent. Now, see, once again, it's a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing that that, that had to happen to her. It's a horrible thing yet that, that, that the molestation went on. But, you know what I'm saying, you really can't blame a parent for being that emotionally charged about something like that that happened. So it's like it's absolutely ridiculous that you should have something like that that goes on. And, I mean, it's absolutely horrible, you know what I'm saying, to see, you know, this kind of stuff going on. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous, you know. So, I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. You know, it's unfortunate that these things happen, but unfortunately they do. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, here's a story I didn't know about Shaka Khan. It says, evidently, it says Shaka Khan, you know what I'm saying, Panthers, you know what I'm saying, uh, it's black people with black panther, drugs, turmoil, and redemption. Since this Shaka Khan's story is one of ups and downs and turmoil. She was born Yvette Marie Stevens, 1953, on the south side of Chicago, my hometown, to a middle-class family. Her first experiences in the music industry was when she was 11 years old. She formed the group The Crystal Less with her sister Yvonne. After spending time involved in the Afro Arts Theater, uh, she began participating in a musical group, Shades of Black. Khan became involved with uh, Black Panther and probably became friends with Grant Hampton. Okay, it says here, and during her involvement with the Black Panthers, the African shaman gave her the name Shaka Adun, Adu, Aduf, Adhari Karifi, her stage name. She kept it for the first name, and the last name came out from her husband, Hassan Khan. In the early 70s, uh, the band Rufus had a breakthrough hit, Tell Me Something Good, and she reached the third spot on the Hot 101, uh, a group Grammy Award. She went on to release six uh, Platinum Mountains in 1974-79. So that's kind of cool, you know, that uh, she is part of an organization of the black that really, 
you know what I'm saying, personified, you know, um, what it was to be a, a star back then, have enough heart to want to try to join in an uh, organization that was about the improvement of the black condition and that, at that point in time, a race in Chicago. Sincero, next story is Whoopi Goldberg to Donald Trump. You sound stupid. Do your homework. Whoopi Goldberg took Donald Trump to task Monday for unfounded tweets about the Ebola virus. Okay, said so Trump, who uh, who uh, Whoopi referenced as a friend, posted several tweets last week uh, announcing his opposition to Ebola victims in treating the United States. Whoopi called those tweets idiotic and stupid, and wished that Trump wouldn't have done would have done some research before going on Twitter. The United States did not allow infected people uh, uh, back from, uh, uh, you know, should not allow Ebola victims uh, uh, to be uh, uh, here in the United States from tweeted, uh, brought back here. Uh, people go far away places to help out uh, great and much suffered, that must suffer the consequences, he continued. The United States must immediately stop all uh, flights from Ebola infected countries or the plague will start to spread inside our borders. Act fast. Whoopi says he should have investigated before taking sides on the issue. Do your work, Donald. Just do your homework. Before you say something dumb, right, you should know better than that. Come on, she said. The problem is is that a birther has never been one the uh, says a birther has never been one to do us homework. He'd rather just make outrageous comments as a, a way of garnering media attention. Trump was uh, was a member on a right-wing fringe that accused President Obama about lying about his citizenship uh, in May of this year, and Trump said he wasn't ashamed of birthdays. He said, I don't think it was a distraction. A lot of people love me for it. I got uh, him to produce uh, his so-called birth certificate or whatever it was, Trump said. Trump also sees Obama's, uh, wants to see Obama's college grades. Look, I offered $5 million, as you remember, uh, in the last moments. I increased it to $50 million. I didn't want to see his marks. I just want to see his records. Trump added in a May speech, and he would have done great, right, to put that money to charity, or it could have gone to Chicago Youth, or it could have helped the charity that he picked. It was up to $50 million, you know, records uh, from college. Well, see, this is what I'm saying about people like Donald Trump. Once again, once again, once again, you heard me say it before. I'm going to say it again. And, yes, I'm going into a glossy Jeezy rant. Let me tell you something. Fuckery comes at a premium. And if I've explained it before uh, and you didn't know it, I'll explain it again so that you understand it. Anytime you get someone with power and force, they got money in their pocket. And they say or do dumb fuckery as if, as if, uh, you know what I'm saying? As if it's, you know, as if it's something that, that's, you know, valid or whatever. Now, here you're offering $50 million, and you could have sent that stuff to charity, and all that to me just shows to me how much of a racist bigot that you are. Do you honestly think that the Secret Service and that all the powers that be that check people's background, first of all, would have let him become a U.S. senator? knowing what the requirements are, knowing what's going on, knowing what his educational background is. Next thing you want to know is if he had his lawyer credentials. Donald Trump, get off the fuckery, because this business that you keep coming up with for, for being ridiculous and being disrespectful and being, you know, you know, unmanageable as a person is really starting to get out of hand. 
and you just get worse and you 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 get worse. And And what you really need to do is get up off of that fuckery and just make sure that you, you know, take care of your own business. How would you let somebody run if somebody ran around right now, running in behind you and start doing all this crazy-ass ridiculous nonsense and start doing the silly shit that you're doing, you know what I'm saying? You would be highly upset and highly, and, and highly you know, uh, perturbed by someone doing that to you. Why you propose to continue to question the President of the United States, who, not, who, by the way, didn't do not one but two terms in office, and you're still coming up as early as, 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 as late as May of last year after this man has been in all this time with this obtrusive fuckery that you keep coming up with. At some point, you have to pull your drawers out your ass and figure out exactly what's going on and what's popping. Because as far as I'm concerned, for you to sit up here and continue to do, you know, this crazy shit that you keep doing, you know, you're killing me with this, and it, it just doesn't make sense for you to sit up here and continue to do this ignorant stuff when you don't need to do this ignorant stuff. It makes no sense whatsoever. It befuddles the mind. It, it's, 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 it's not shocking. It's just ridiculous. And you keep doing this fuckery over and over and over and over again, and you're making yourself look worse and worse and worse. You know, once again, it's proof positive uh, that, you know, money doesn't solve everything, and money don't make you a smart man. Matter of fact, it makes some people dumber than they need to be. You need to get off the fuckery and concentrate on something else, like keeping yourself out of bankruptcy. Last, last uh, uh, thoughts I heard was that you were getting hotels shut down. Maybe you ought to concentrate on your own backyard and keep your dirty drawers and your dirty stuff out of other people's backyard because it's not working for you. And that's the flossy, jeezy rant of the day. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous and reprehensible that you would keep, uh, uh, you know, doing all this stuff you keep doing, and it doesn't make any sense. And, and uh, you just need to stop it. You really need to stop it. And Whoopi Goldberg was right on that one. You know what I'm saying? Here you are. You're with birthers and all these other people that, are, you know, obviously have a racist hair up your ass. It's just like a fur ball to a cat if it got caught in your throat, and now you're hiccuping fuckery every time you turn around, and, and your life is falling apart. Your life doesn't look so great right now yourself. You need to cut that stuff out and move, keep it moving on because it really, really doesn't make sense for you to keep on, you know, pulling this, you know, obvious insane fuckery that you keep coming up with, and uh, you really make yourself look bad doing that. You know, you expect more from you than that. And, you know, you know, you used to be the kind of person that a person could look up to and think that, okay, well, you know, here it is. You know, you're a decent enough cat. You know, people can kind of deal with you. But, no, you're not. You just decide that, you know, fuckery is a rule rather than the exception. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just saying it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, here's some more fuckery news that really is not important, but for whatever reason, you know, we print stuff in our black publications where it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And why all of a sudden you're trying to shit on LeBron James in an indirect way because you don't have the courage to stand up and be a stand-up person like him is beyond me. Here we go again, you know, dogging out our own folks. Why is this story important? Why is it important? Did Delonte West just confess to sleeping with LeBron James' mom? Now, I don't know why you feel that this fuckery right here is necessary or is important, but as far as I'm concerned, it's not important, it's not necessary, it's fuckery, and I don't know why this is important, but I'll read it anyway. 
Former NBA player Dante West made an interesting confession to Vice Sports in, in a recent interview. The new father explained that he didn't name his new son Delonte West Jr. because of the persistent rumor. He says, hey, Delonte, well, you know, it wouldn't be that way if we wouldn't put shit out here. Here you go again. In 2010, Delonte West teammate LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, and an unsubstantiated claim spread that West slept with King James' mother. Despite all denials from the parties involved, the hearsay would not go away. But LeBron's poor NBA performance in playoffs that year, and in my opinion, the fact that he left town. However, in this clip, he states that he didn't want his son to suffer because of something that he did. I didn't want my son going to school and people making fun of him. Like, you know, 10 or 15 years from now, people are even going to remember who you are when you're never the leader on a team or anywhere doing anything. But uh, he didn't want his son going to school and making fun of him for what his daddy did. He says that you, you didn't uh, – uh, oh, uh, oh uh, didn't you, uh, your daddy have sex with LeBron's mother? You know, man, I don't deal with all that. I'm it's just not, uh, I'm not just living for me just anymore. He said, so when it came time for his new son, you know, he went to cash in after the Cassius Clay and Johnny Cash. He said that uh, this might be an incomplete edit of an interview, and we don't, uh, uh, you know, know what to say about it prior but he didn't say the words. You know, I don't even want to read the rest of this. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, the black media is just as bad as the white media. We're spending an inordinate amount of time on fuckery that has nothing to do with anything important that really is, is left better unsaid and actually would be, you know, you'd be better off just kind of, you know, keeping that thing moving because, I mean, it's, it's, it's complete fuckery. There's absolutely no reason why... Uh, you should be coming up with a story like this, like somehow it's important or if somebody really wants to hear this crap or, or you know, and, and printing this stuff like, wow, this is something that's that's really, you know, something that's really important and special. It's not special. It's fuckery, and, and you need to stop with the fuckery because that, that story really was not worth the ink that it was printed on. And I don't understand why, you know, we, we always spend so much time on things that really – I really just don't make no. I, I don't even know the words to get that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really that's really so fucking silly that uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know? Yeah, that's just silly. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, continue to ingratiate myself or my audience with you know reading about fuckery. What I am gonna do is I want to go ahead and take another break here real quick and uh, and uh, do you know get some some feeling good music going here and and. Uh, to get up and running and rolling like that, I don't think that uh, we should be wasting our time on fuckery. I'm going to review my stories a little bit better before I put them out because I want my audience to be able to hear something that's, you know, uh, really worth hearing and and something that, you know, makes more sense for us to to, to put ourselves into and silly fuckery like who's sleeping with who and who's doing this and that stuff. I'm going to leave that for TMZ and entertainment tonight, you know what I'm saying, people that have a more diverse character when it comes down to fuckery because that's not your boy Flossy Jeezy. We'll be back in a moment. Nobody. <laughs> 
I play the cards I was given. Thank God I'm still living back my nine till it's time to go to prison. As I'm bailing down the block that I come from, still got a pack of guns. Case some young motherfuckers wanna play dumb. I guess I live life forever juggling, but I'll be hustling to the early morning cause I'm struggling. Like tricking liquor, make the money come quicker. Getting faces for my business, I'm a dicker. I ain't in love with her. I just wanna be the one that hit her, drop off and let the next nigga get her. That's the way it goes. Time to take a home, make the dope, break a hole when it's time to make some more. I keep my finger on the trigger on my clock. Riding down the block, licking shots at the pump gas. Picking games through my mobile phone. It's like my sister gets them home to bone. My definition of a thug, nigga.
out an open fireplace in my favorite summary. Played a few bars of a melody and it sounded sweet to me. I thought I'd get up and take a look around, but my feet got in the way. Stumbled to the floor, she was right in the door. I could see her face, but how could it be? She ran away from me. My best friend's gone. I'm so all alone. I kind of miss you, Brandon. I'm so all alone. When are you coming back home? I Coming home to stay Cause I love you, Brandy Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Sipping on a cherry soda pop Building houses made of sand Like a little child with a fantasy Just a fraction of a man But I was in love when they put us down Oh, my doorstep in the rain I can feel the love coming to my heart, through my window pane. But how could I know she was just up and go? My best friend's gone. I'm so all alone. I really miss you, Brandy. I'm so all alone. When are you coming back home? I really miss you, Brandon, missing you every day. Are you coming home to stay? Coming back home, I'm so all alone. I really miss you, Brandon. Missing you every day. Are you coming home to stay? Oh, I really miss you, Brandon. I'm so all alone. When are you coming back home?
Running kinda late, I gotta catch my plane. Feeling kinda funny from the weed and thing. Kinda glad I woke up so I can't complain. I really need a break from this paper chase. But my girl ain't gonna wait for the diamond ring. My son ain't got to wait for no proper clothes. So I'ma take a trip and do a couple of shows. So many different things be running through my head. It's mandatory that I keep my family fed. On come the stumping loop and I'm out there again. Seems like this crazy place is never gonna end. Just another day. Just another day. Man. And now I'm Ain't nobody standing on the wall I bust the way I bust because they feel it, y'all People got opinions all about me, y'all I got a lot of girls, so they call me dog Constantly around me is friends and foes Say the wrong thing, better bust your nose I gotta give it up to my nigga Rose Even though at times we fuck the same hoes All the other niggas, I'ma let you know Ain't no player hating, go for what you know When if you see a girl that I like to lay Back in the house, you know what I'm saying? Trying to find out what's really going on. Here we go again. 646-595-3402. Your boy Flossie GZ back once again. You know what I'm saying? You know what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? 646-595-3402. And so as I continue to look over the board here, 
they got a lot of weird stuff coming in, a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. Here's something that really kind of kind of struck me odd last week. I'm gonna share it with you. It really seemed like a, a strange goings on, strange happening thing. Something I think that should never happen, especially in our, in our neighborhoods and stuff. Seems that um, there was a young pastor out in Florida who was shot in the head by a senseless tragedy uh, in his uh, community. You know, Stephen Simmons, 22-year-old, was a preacher out of Palm Beach, Florida. He was shot in the head during a road rage incident on I-95. The young pastor was with his girlfriend at the time, 22-year-old, 23-year-old woman, uh, who called the police right after the shooting. We're driving in on a boat. He cut us off, he said. Then he kept driving again. We kept driving. He drove by us. Then he cut us off again. Then he shot at us. The young lady said uh, the young lady was able to give the police a description of the car, and the police are looking for a 1999 2000 beige champagne colored car with a, a male driver, white, between the ages of 50 and 60 years old. The man has white hair, and he believes that he was driving a Saturn. Unfortunately, road rage has become a part of our American culture. People get upset where there was a slowdown and probably obviously uh, ludicrous to let a situation like this escalate, says the Martin County Sheriff down there, uh, William Snyder. says here, uh, Simon was flown, um, was flown, uh, you know, by a life flight, um, you know what I'm saying, after this terrible ordeal. And uh, he is a pastor from straight away uh, Heaven Church in West Palm Beach. We desperately need the public's help, says Sheriff Snyder, he added, there is someone out there who can help us. So DMV gives some tips on how to deal with road rage, and uh, they say to keep your cool, avoid aggressive drivers, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, just kind of, you know, protect yourself out there. And I'm like, it's it's really, really, really horrible to see, um, you know, some of the stuff that goes on today. I mean, um it's just horrible to see a lot of stuff that's going on. And you would think that, that uh, it would be one of these days, um, you know what I'm saying, that uh, people would, you know, see things a little bit better and would see through their anger and, and get past it. And uh, unfortunately, we haven't all graduated to that stage in our life where that's a possibility. It really is a shame, you know, that, that things go down the way that they do. So it's like... Uh, yeah, just like anything else, um, you know, you hope and pray that, uh, you know, you're not caught in a situation like that. It really is, you know, pretty bad. And uh, now here's a horrible story right here. Preacher in the pulpit tells his congregation, F you. Now, here you are. You come to church to escape <laughs> some of your usual rigmarole and stuff that you deal with. And what I want to know is what's really going on with this guy. You know what I'm saying? There are preachers who get excited in the pulpit, and sometimes they say things that they should never say. Then there are some who find creative ways to use the word of God to share a message that might be surprisingly powerful but and redemptive at the end. This pastor may have achieved the goal uh, with a recent sermon, and uh, here are some of the uh, this congregation have raised a few eyebrows. Since we have been forgiven, and what should our uh, corresponding action be? 
I'm glad you asked. You should ask. You should forgive to the and extend grace to everybody else. You know, no wonder Matthew says when you're, you know, you start praying. If anything, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, or your father cannot forgive you for what you do. That's Matthew five thirteen and fourteen. I remember that. Said neither will your father who's in heaven forgive your transgressions. As a Christian, you've got to forgive. Now, if that's said, I don't want to offend anybody, but the new F word, right, in church is forgive. I'm going to say it again. The new F word in church is forgive. Now that I've said that, do me a favor and touch your your neighbor and say F you, right? God, I wish I had 25 people. uh, 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 God, I wish I had 25 people that say I will forgive you for whatever you said about me. Not just your neighbor. Look down the whole road saying, F you to all. Go ahead, tell them. He said, he said, you know what? You know that, you know, you're looking a little, at me a little crazy, right? Uh, would you do me a favor? Text on your phone and text out all your exes and say the word, I'm at church. F you, right? Forgive give you for lying on me and talking about me. Pastor, my mama don't like you. Well, F your mama. <laughs> My family don't like you. F your family too. Okay, you know what? what uh, <laughs> you know what? Jump to your feet and snap your fingers. Everybody say F everybody in here. God, I wish I had five people that would jump to your feet. You know what I'm saying? High five and say F you. Go ahead, tell them F you. You know, say go ahead. High five someone else and tell them F you, F you, F you, F you. You know, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's pretty good business right there. You know what I'm saying? A different uh, use for the word "fu," and I mean that's that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So you know I I, I like that, and I think that it's uh, I think it's terrific, and uh, I think that that's a that's a wonderful thing that can uh, you know what I'm saying hook it up. So I mean I'm 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 loving that, and uh, I think it's wonderful. So you know that's that's a, that's a beautiful thing that the preacher came up with there because I was I was kind of thrown back by that when I first saw that I was like wow what is going on here that I mean should you really you know say that in church but the way he did it was such a nice and even way of doing things and, it, and it's creative too and just like it did me it is an attention grabber a lot of people will probably get their attentions grabbed right out from under them if they see that and, and would wonder why church said that because when it first said that. Uh, I was like, okay, that's that's a misleading way of getting me all excited about something. <laughs> I wrote really well. I thought it was going to be, but it's okay. I, I I like that. I like that very much. That's that's very wonderful. So as I um, look into the uh, latest in financial Juneteenth, it says Damon Dash on the music industry. All that matters is the internet. Let's read up a little bit on that and see. Uh, you know, what he's saying to that. Uh, you know, that, that sounds very interesting to me, being that I, I make music and stuff. I want to know what Mr. Dash has to say. I love listening to what people who have been successful have to say. <clears throat> it says here that Damon Dash breaks it down for us in the, in, in the Rising Stars. Let me enlarge this page a little bit. And the Rising Stars born on the Internet. The Internet is the catalyst for progression of folk culture. Information is constantly being presented to us every day, so what does this mean to the music industry? 
This means that artists can put their music online, search on unlimited fan base over the Internet, and get exposure quicker than ever before. The dance video clip, It's Internet Hustle, he talks about rappers like Drake, Wiz Khalifa, and how it's about presenting their music online. He comments on how Lil Wayne was putting out a record on the Internet every day, collecting fans like Clockwork. He says here, but when hip-hop was, as was becoming popular, Things took longer to get to the public. Making music or a video, you know, it would run you into millions of dollars. So I would now, the Internet in the process, right, speeds up the process. Well, now, hey, now, I like that. I like that because I, I do that all the time myself. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's incredible how that goes now. But here's another interesting story right here on our what's happening, what's going down, what's really going on. We have a, uh, a deal here where it says, that uh, Dr. Watkins speaks with Russell Simmons on hip-hop and the prison culture. This should be interesting. Russell Simmons is a controversial character uh, in American culture, and that may be an understatement. He is an icon that for some was one of the founding fathers of hip-hop, but to others he's been more of a corporate animal who puts money over people. Despite how people feel about him, there's no denying that he has an impact. Personally, I see Russ with a mix of all things. There's no way to define all that he does. While nearly all of us are worthy of some form of critique, I choose to focus on the effect that Russell has been a driving force behind a recent shift in U.S. government uh, mass incarceration. In fact, no public figure has had a greater impact on incarceration Holocaust than Simmons, including our own politicians, which are quite useless these days. What impressed me the most about Russell's approach was to getting the government to pay attention to the mass incarceration crisis, and he's able to channel the power of the celebrity into the Attorney General Eric Holder phone and discuss and address America's commitment to the new Jim Crow. The letter Russell wrote last year considered this is 175 celebrities and other figures co-signing onto the document that was laid out the policy changes you know, uh, necessary to reduce extensive damage to American incarceration policies that have caused uh, the black and brown families. Said to, the list uh, includes Jimmy Fox, Will Smith, Brad Pitt, uh, uh, Jesse Jackson, Michelle Alexander, and the President's Morehouse at Spelman College, right? Even the individuals like Rick Ross, Kim Kardashian, LL Cool J, and Chris Rock. While many of these people would never work together in everyday life, they were willing to come together to support a common critical cause, right? The battle against incarceration problem is a long-term fight for the soul of our community since the number of individuals negatively impacted exceeds the number of Jews who were killed in World War II. While the Jewish Holocaust, right, lasted less than a decade, you know what I'm saying, since black American incarceration epidemic over the last 40 years, you know, and, and, and after nearly 400 years of slavery, and Jim Crow terrorism has been in effect. Yes, here, what really took what really uh, took the campaign to another level, believe it or not, was when Justin Bieber uh, tweeted out about his audience, to his audience uh, setting the social media world on fire. And while I was never one to listen to a single Justin Bieber song in its entirety, I said, uh, I could say that I was pleased to have his support on behalf of hundreds of thousands of black and brown families that have been harmed by American prison system. This small uh, bit of effort goes to show what happens when you educate and encourage celebrities to shape our world for the better, and not just allow the world to shape them. 
in this interview, Russell and I talk about the incarceration uh, issue and how hip-hop artists can solve the problem and what we need to do now. This is in conjunction with the month of resistance against an unjust legal system organized by Dr. Cornell West, Carl Dix, Jerome McCory, and, and others who set uh, to take place this month in October. I speak to Carl about this issue. And uh, here's a little excerpt that we're going to give you from that interview between the good doctor, uh, Boyce, and, and from Russell Simmons as well. I mean, this is, this is you know, uh, pretty good information, pretty good stuff. So I'm going to let this bad boy roll for us real quick and see how it goes down. Okay, here, just a moment. Let me get this in for you. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins from Your Black World, and uh, many of you might recognize the individual that I have the honor of speaking with today, uh, Mr. Russell Simmons. Uh, many of us know him as a, as a pioneer in hip-hop, but uh, I think it's very important to also know him uh, as the multidimensional person that he is. Uh, last year, Russell and I had, had the opportunity to work together on a, uh, in a, a campaign on mass incarceration that uh, was incredibly successful. Uh, Russell did an amazing job, and I was, I was personally uh, impressed with uh, the way he put his resources behind a cause that uh, was so important for all of us. And so before I get started, I want to ask Russell, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Good, good. Now, you know, let's start with, with the incarceration piece. I mean, there's so many things to talk about uh, because you, you really are a renaissance man. I mean, I, I was joking with you before that every time I talk to you, it sounds like you're either getting off the phone, about to get on the phone, <laughs> running from one meeting to the next, So, and, and you're extremely active, uh, and you've been this way for a long time. Uh, you know, I was really uh, surprised and impressed when I read about your history of working on the incarceration problem, which many of us know that's the new civil rights movement. Uh, you did some extraordinary work. Work, uh, when it came to, for example, dealing with uh, what's, what's going on at Rikers Island and the Rockefeller drug laws. Can you talk a little bit about your history in that area and the things you've done? Well, uh, I don't know how many years ago that we started our campaign in the Rockefeller drug laws. And I think you were part of it to some degree, right? And we, we did do this, um, and we had, we had a lot of artists, music artists. We used their celebrity, Jay-Z and Puffy and... Run DMC and Beastie Boys and, you know, Wu-Tang Clan. And a lot of guys came out. Senator Clinton, uh, Senator Patterson, uh, then Patterson, who came out later, um, Reverend Sharpton, Reverend Jackson, everyone showed up. And we held a rally, and we had 100,000 people. And it was to, to wake up uh, people to the fact that the Rockefeller drug laws were unjust and, and were incarcerating 94.5% people of color under that law. And so there was this uh, as mandatory minimum, which is what the Rockefeller drug law represented, a mandatory minimum. And there were people locked up for 20 years for small amounts of drugs. And, and it was a horrible situation. It still is a horrible situation on the national level, the mass incarceration of our people. But it was directed at it was the result of the, the work was it affected people of color. And it, I think that the, the war on drugs and the mass incarceration in general has been the number one cause of the destruction of the fabric of the black community. Jail culture ensues in our community because we locked up diseased individuals, educated them in criminal behavior, 
and dump them back in the hood without opportunity for employment or, or any kind of um, gainful uh, reality. And so those people came back and they shared drug culture and created drug culture as a core part of component of some of our communities. So, and, and, and I think this is important for people to know about, uh, you know, these fights were not easy for you. I mean, they were not not just time-consuming, but very costly uh, financially. Uh, you got a lot of pushback from people, and, and I'm sure you've had people tell you, well, why would you, why would you want to help criminals, right? These are bad people. Why are you helping bad people? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that in terms of how you've had to kind of overcome, you know, these challenges that you met along the way? Well, you know, I would be a bad person, too. I mean, I just didn't get lots of, lots of kids, white and black kids, in college, pre-college, use drugs. In fact, you know, lots of adults use drugs that are worse. So some of those drugs are legal. Some of those drugs are illegal. But none of those things make uh, people... I don't think that incarceration is a deterrent for people using drugs, for one. I mean, you know, I know that lots of people use drugs to calm their mind, the fluctuation of the mind, you know, you would say, the cause of all suffering. We got two choices, clarity or cloudiness. Most of us don't know all the routes to clarity. It goes to, I don't want to go into the subject of my, my book, my meditation book, but, or, you know, but it's true. People take drugs, and people take drugs don't, doesn't make them bad people. And some people get addicted to drugs, they become diseased. And sometimes, addicted or not, they get arrested for having drugs. Black people are ones who are stopped, whether they're stopped and frisked, or whether uh, the, the task force that chased them down. But they get arrested. They get locked up, and their lives are destroyed, and their families' lives are destroyed. It is really, and I said this, I'm going to repeat it, been the cause of destruction in the fabric of the black community. And when we talk about how bad the community is and how bad the culture is, it all goes back to prison. All of the style, all of the culture, all the language of the prison culture, prison language, and the number of us who get arrested and go to jail and whose lives are ruined over drugs is astounding. Mm. Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. and It's funny. I, I know that our thoughts are certainly aligned on that in terms of understanding how the, the culture has been influenced how the family's been influenced. Um, now, I want to ask you uh, about hip-hop because very few people understand the culture of hip-hop the way you do. Uh, you're one of the pioneers. And I think that we can both see how the culture of mass incarceration has influenced hip-hop. Uh, now, my question is, you know, what are the steps in terms of, of uh, strengthening and empowering the hip-hop community to realize that the culture doesn't have to change you? Maybe there's a way that hip-hop can also change the culture. Or, or is that even something I think, about? I, well, it's certainly worth discussing in every case. You know, uh, like I said, all those artists showed up, and they were the reason that 100,000 kids showed up, was the reason that the governor had to take notice and find a bill, gave me the pen when he signed the bill to change the Rockefeller drug law. Um, if an artist speaks up, it matters. I remind them all the time. I get them to sign little letters to the governor, to the mayor, to the president. I get them to show up at rallies. But some artists spend more time helping their community than others. Um, I don't feel like anybody owes anybody anything, but for your own uh, release, what's given to you is something that you did. It's like a football. You got to pass it. And those people who are given, celebrity is a very valuable tool. That's what I feel. I, I, we had 
a fundraiser at my house on Saturday. We raised uh, over $2 million for the arts. I have a march tomorrow in Queens, uh, and it's a peacekeeper. We're going to raise uh, an offering and also and gain uh, a lot of men who join the peacekeepers. All I'm doing is showing up, Captain Dennis Muhammad. Uh, we funded, Rush Card funds the program, but Erica Ford and Captain Dennis Muhammad are on the ground. Me showing up, it matters. They're doing the work, but I can at least show up. Artists have the capability to say either Jesus walks or, or and I may think that a song like Fuck the Police is helpful, but they, they can say that, or Jesus walks, or they can just say stuff that promotes ignorance. I mean, it's ignorance, and they know it. Well, I mean, I understand kids being rebellious for the sake of it. And, you know, and I understand that people say what's on their mind because that's what art is supposed to do. But you have, you have lots of things that go through your mind. You can choose higher vibrations and share them. And artists, you know, who do that live longer, last longer. They give more and get more. And, it's, 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 and they want to build a lasting, stable relationship with the community and do something that's helpful to the community. And I, I always tell artists that. Um, I like to work with artists who struggle the most. I, I feel like I have a better influence on them. I've always liked to work with artists. Sometimes artists that people think are, are, um, are destructive. Uh, because sometimes like, you can just shift them just a little. And the difference between what they were saying and what they will say can change whole communities. And, and, I, and I want to go back to like, some of the biggest stars, when they say something now and then that matters, you know, um, I'm in Cuba, I like Cubans. Uh, whatever the lines are or the, the rappers have, they make all the difference in the world. It's sad. You know, the letter that we wrote, that you, you uh, mostly authored, we authored together to the Attorney General. We got signed by the NAACP, the Urban League, Reverend Jackson, Reverend Sharpton, bunch of rabbis, bunch of imams, bunch of great Christian preachers that we know. We got it signed by great leaders like Harry Belafonte. Uh, we got it signed by, you know, other people who are leaders in the subject, like Brad Pitt. Uh, um, we got it signed by celebrities who just have big voices like Kim Kardashian. But then finally, I don't know if you realize, when Justin Bieber, who is a little bit less in trouble than he is now, when he tweeted out, the attorney general called him. Wow. We got called from the attorney general the day that Justin, because the idea was going pop. We were writing a letter about something so obviously hurtful to our community. And as it gets out into the public, people say that's not right. So it had to get out of the political uh, box it was in and into the mainstream. Justin Bieber's tweet was as instrumental as anything in getting the attorney general to make the shift that he made uh, you know, after our letter, when he started, so it's crazy how powerful they can be when directed properly. So all we can do is is, is nudge them as much as possible, and and pray that they see something good in their or valuable in their celebrity for others, not for themselves only. Well, you know, uh, uh, I, I do remember that. I remember when Justin tweeted it, which I was so appreciative of him doing that. And it was like an earthquake on social media. Uh, you know, th this kid's power is so amazing. And, and you know, and, and what I really liked about uh, the initiative, and, and I, I was very impressed. I, I, I just say this on it. I was extremely impressed uh, by the amount of work you put into this. I mean, I, I've actually found you to be um, probably one of the more sincere 
uh, celebrity types that, that, I, that I've met. And I, and I say the term celebrity type only for lack of a better phrase because I think you're, you're far more complex than that. Uh, but just to give people an idea of some of the names on the list, uh, it was pretty diverse. I mean, you had Benjamin Jealous, the head of the NAACP, uh, Jesse Jackson, Julian Bond, uh, Mark Morial. But then on the other side of the entertainment, you had names like Lala Anthony, uh, Jim Carrey, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Will Smith, uh, Jamie Foxx, etc. And I, and I thought you, you did a great job of – I know personally I was, uh, I was educated in terms of not just understanding the issue but actually how to make something evolve on the issue. You know, I'm not so much of a political guy. Uh, but you understood the politics and you brought that to the fore. And I actually learned a lot from you. And what I noticed also is that there are a lot of people that learn from you. It seems that, that you, your position in the industry as well as in society has been one where younger people look to you to, uh, to learn how to conduct themselves in a way that achieves that higher level of enlightenment. Uh, is that, I mean, do you still have that, that kind of relationship with, uh, with entertainers and artists? Uh, how does that kind of work for you? Well, you know, I, um, I, you know, I've been around a long time. When you get older, <laughs> you can't help but, but learn some things. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I'm always excited to see young artists look to me for, for um, guidance because sometimes I have ideas for them that are helpful. Rick Ross was at my house Saturday. He performed for me and for the Art Foundation last year. But this year he came back. And he had some sponsors who bought a $25,000 table. And he came just to support, also made a donation. To see Rick Ross make a donation and support of the arts, underwriting programs for kids in, in, in underserved communities, that matters to me. You know, and it also is a, a leadership role, him taking it by, by example. You know, when you see them do it by example, it's, so, it's, it's great. Um, I try to think. I mean, I'm now. I, I don't know how I backed my way back in the music business, but all that digital now has a music arm, and so I'm working more with the artists uh, in not only in their social and political um, posturing of, of promotions or, or support system, but I'm getting them. I'm back in music, so I see these guys all the time. I go where they go. I try to stay current, and I try to be available to them. Um, I'm going to march. Tomorrow, I mean, we'll have probably some people who are older from the community. We're starting a basic project tomorrow at 3 o'clock, uh, marching with the Peacekeepers, um, the program that I told you that we're, that we're funding with RushCard. And we're going to fund probably 16 programs around the country. So as you can see, Russell Simmons is doing his usual job of making sure that he keeps everything moving so far as, you know, helping brothers out, helping them avoid the pitfalls of going to prison, so far as getting things done. As far as I'm concerned, you know, that's what's really going on. That's what's really happening. What we're going to do is go ahead and take a short break, and then we're going to come back and, and get into something else. Like I said, everything is just being generally sponsored tonight. We've got about an hour left to go. But your boy Flossie Jeezy is holding it down for you once again. We're going to get into some more stuff when we get back. So uh, let's play some more some more music. I think we got something on deck, you know what I'm saying? Got a little triumph by the Wu-Tang Clan, you know what I'm saying, on, on, its, on its way in. So let's have a little fun with that and a couple other songs. And we'll be back in just a little bit. This is your boy, Flossie Jeezy, 646-595-3402, and I am on the floor.
I'm on the Flow CGZ Radio Network. With with everything that.
coming on. Feel it coming on. So I can feel it. Way down deep in my bones. And I want to shout it out loud. From the mountain top. Said I got a title that will let you know that I'm never going to let you go. Mysterious forces loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. Shall be captured by kings through the storms of days after and to the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast you with a force that can't be compared to any firepower for its mind power shared the brainwave causes vessels to circulate like constellations reflect at night off the lake word to the father and mother earth 
seek an everlasting life through this hell for what it's worth. Look, listen, and observe. And watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the words. It's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined to a cell. Brainwaves swell, turning the desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Fossil spray like street sweepers. Little daddy street preacher. Illustrious teacher. Narrated. You select, accompanied by deck, plus the DJ you respect. It's seven and a half combined over the front line. The ten percenters promoting slander in their airtime. Bear in mind, jewels be the tools of the trade. Sharp plays, heavenly praise, and dues are paid. Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Yeah, I leave scientists mentally stark. Triple extra large, wow, like box. Who smash guitars, poison bars from the guards, bust holes in your mirage and catch a charge, shake them down like the riot squad, invade your zone, ruin like ancient Rome, I span the universe and return to earth to claim my throne, the maker, owner, plus soul controller, Ayatollah rest in the sky to cloud my sofa, stand like colossus, regardless to whom or what, numerous attempts in my life, so who to trust, who but us? Supplier with the fire, the burning truth, 150 absolute proof on the mic like Moses spoke in Golden Squad, survivor of the oldest tribe whose soldiers died. I know the five families, we shed tears and mourn, but our hands are on the ammo cause the battle's still on. Sound the horn, we come rumbling through the function, precise laser beam techniques to touch something when we die hard to build a monument to honor us with. Humongous effect in the world, we could have conquered it. Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Above the crowd, above the clouds, where the sounds are original. Infinite skills create miracles. Warrior spiritual, above the clouds, raining down, holding it down. Ready to pull 
fly and back a motherfucker. And my guardian angel is always there to protect. And my supreme nature keeps all them savages in check. How the hell did everything get so twisted? They say be careful what you pray for, so I guess now it's this shit. They will never know what I do to get by. And the many times I almost died. They will never know all the reasons why I flip. And now I gotta keep an extra clip. They will never know what this stress is like and why I'm on point, ready to fight. They will never know all the pressure and pain. Don't give a fuck if they think less of me, man. Deadly habits, they could be a number of things. Everybody got them. Some people do ugly things. Excessive behavior, it can get the best of you. Trust me, I'm a lot like the rest of you. I got issues that haven't been resolved. You know, like money people owe me while they out having a ball. Guess they too got deadly habits. Got me on a mission to go and mark each and every faggot. Managers coped up and ours all doped up. Old school style, have them jacked up and roped up. Those deadly habits have me losing my cool. But so the sun can't chill, so I'm going to be abusing them fools. Pull the plug on them. Pull the rug on them, have them calling up all their closest thug friends. Them niggas can get it too. This gang star shit is too deep to even get into. So fuck you. They will never know what I do to get by. And the many times I almost died. They will never know all the reasons why I slip. And now I gotta keep an extra clip. They will never know what this stress is like. And why I'm on point, ready to fight. They will never know. All the pressure and pain, don't give a fuck if they take less than me, man. Fuck you wanna do, we way past 7.30. Be easy, too many brothers seem to go to heaven early. It's felony street, but soon I'm on a hot street. Who's in the hot seat, who had a felony beef? Yo, I be cases different attorneys. And I laughed at the racist DAs who were wishing to burn me. My mom caught a heart attack around the same time. News articles were published around the same time. This depressed me more, but I stayed intact. And that last corny chick I was with, she got played in fact. I know niggas that did dumb time and dumb crime. I fuck with real niggas and never cowards with dumb minds. This country's got us in a fix. America, your deadly habits got us all up in the mix. War without, war within, holy war, mortal sin. Tell me, huh, what's the origin? They will never know what I do to get by. And the many times I almost died. They will never know all the reasons why I slip. And now I got to keep an extra clip. They will never know what this stress is like. And why I'm on point, ready to fight. They will never know. All the pressure and pain. Don't give a fuck if they think less of me, man. Please. 
Socrates, philosophies and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet shine blind forensics. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black woo jackets, queen bees, ease the guns in. Rumble with patrolmen, their gas lace the function. Heads by the score, take flight inside a war. Six hits the floor, die hard fans, man more. Behold the bold soldier, control the glow slowly. Proceed the blow, swinging swords like Shinobi. Stomp grounds and found footprints to solid rock. Who got it locked, performing live on your hottest slide. As the world turns, I spread like germ. Bless the globe with the pestilence. The hard-headed never learn. This my testament to those burn. Play my position in the game of life, standing firm. On foreign land, jump the gun out the frying pan. Into the fire, transform into the ghost rider. A six-pack and a street car named Desire. Who got my back in the line of fire holding back? What? My people, if you with me, where the fuck you at? Niggas is strapped and they trying to twist my beer cap. It's court adjourned for the bad seed from bad sperm. Herb got my wig fried like a bad perm. What the blood? Clots? We smoke pot and blow spots? You want to think twice? I think not. The iron lung ain't got to tell you where it's coming from. Guns are never wrong, tearing up your battle zone. Rip through your slums. I twist shots from the heart. Try to improve, loop my voice on the LP. Martini on the swing rock, certified chatterbox. Vocabulary dawn and talking. Tell your story walking. Take cover, kid, what? Run for your brother, kid. Run for your team. And your six can't rhyme. So I can squeeze with the advantage and get wasted. My deadly notes reign supreme, you're for this basic. Compare to mine. Domino effect, arts and crafts. Paragraphs contain cyanide. Take a free ride on my dart, I got the fashion. Catalog for all y'all that all praise through the guard. The saga continues. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. A living torch flaming. We burn so sweet. The thrill of victory. The agony defeat. We crush slow. Flaming deluxe slow. Four. Judgment day cometh. Conquer. It's war. Allow us to escape hell. Globe spinning bomb. Pocket full of shells out the sky. Golden arms, soon spit the shitty mortal combat sound. The fake ball step make the blood stain the ground. A jungle junkie, vigilante tantrum. A death kiss, catwalk, squeeze another anthem. Hold it for ransom, straight while eyes with anesthetists. My orchestra, graceful, ballerinas. My music sensibly, rich California smell. An axe kill adventure, paint a picture well. I sing a song from Sing Sing, sipping on Jing Sing. Write this wax, chaperone, rotating ring. Watch all the wooden soldiers, these life of punks couldn't hold us. A thousand men rushing in, not one nigga was sober Perpendicular to the square, we stand gold like flare Escape from your dragon's lair In particular, my beast travel like a vortex Through your spine, to the top of your cerebral cortex Make you feel like you busting up for raw sex Enter through your right ventricle, clog up your bloodstream Hot terminal, like Grand Central Station Program fat baselines on ovation Getting drunk like a fuck, I'm ducking five-year probation War of the masses, the outcome disastrous Many of the victim families state the ashes A million names on walls and graves and plaques. Those who went back received penalties for the act. Another heart is torn, as close ones mourn. Those strayed niggas get slayed on the song. The track renders helpless and suffers from multiple stab wounds that leak sounds that's heard. 93 million miles away from K1 to represent the nation. This is a gathering. 
bring up the masses that come to pay respects to the Wu-Tang Clan. As we engage in battle, the crowd now screams in rage. The hot chief Jamel Ari takes the stage. Light is provided through sparks of energy from the mind that travels in rhyme form, giving sight to the blind. The dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum. Death only one can save self from this relentless attack of the track spares none. Yo, 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 fuck that. Look at all these crab niggas laid back. Lamping lights and gray and black is on my man's rack. Codeine was forcing your drink. You had a navy green. Solomon's a fiend, bitches. Never heard you scream. You two faces, some of the slump. I got your whole body though. Blowing like Shalomar in 81. Sound convincing. Thousand dollar cork pop convincing. Hands like Sonny Liston. Get my permission, hold the fuck up. I'll fasten your wig. Bad luck, I humiliate. Separate the English from the Dutch. It's me. Black noble, you all Came of trees, we like to. The way birds split the megahertz. Hey yo, that's amazing. Gun in your mouth, so verbal foul will connect. Thoughts to make my man chow walk. Swift notarizer, blue tank. All up in the high riser. New York gang visor word. Tranquilizer, just a dosage. Delegate my clan with explosives. Wow, my pen blow lines ferocious. Mediterranean, see y'all. The number one traffic. Sit down the beat guard. The delegate the guards of Seagull. The Swift Chancellor. Flex the white gold tarantula. Track truck teeth will play the weed guard. Substantial. Max mostly undivided. Then sliding, sickening, guaranteed made them jump like raw chicklet. No matter where we fierce, we must fierce a moment of. Moment of truth, baby. They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do. You always gotta watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible, no plan is foolproof. We all must meet our moment of truth. The same shifty cat that you hang with and do your thing with could set you up and wet you up. Nigga, peep the language, it's universal. You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you. Lessons of lessons you should learn through, let's face facts. Although MCs lay tracks, it doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt to trace back. That goes for all of us, there ain't nobody to trust. It's like sabotage, it's got me ready to bust, but I can't jeopardize. What I've done up to this point, so I'ma get more guys to help me run the whole joint. Cultivate, multiply, motivate, or else we'll die. You know I'll be the master of the who, what, where, and why. See, when you're shining, some chumps don't want to tell you. Always selfish, jealous punks will want to pull you down. Just like some shellfish in the bucket, because they love it. To see your ass squirm like a worm. But just as you'll receive what is coming to you, everybody else is going to get this too. I ain't no saint. Therefore, I cannot dispute that everyone must meet their moment of truth. Actions have reactions. Don't be quick to judge. You may... I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Check it out. Jesus. 
us, the notorious just. Please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milk em, top billin', silkin', pure linen, vegan, little seeds, Malibu sea breeze, dawn peas, palm trees, cats named Pablo, and milked out Diablo. The williest, bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the silliest. Room 112, where the players dwell, and stash more cash than Burp Adele. Inhale, make you feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Pick up in your middle like Moni. She don't know me, but she's setting up to blow me. Try to Yes, sir. to the real. Was it Taliban? 
It don't really matter though. You remind me of the time when I had a hoe. She kept telling me, doggy dog, I gotta go. So I let her get in the wind and cold my brain. Two plus two, it equals four. This is some shit that can last forever more. I'm trying to put my bid in. Now I'm just kidding. Come on, mom, get in. And don't ask where we going. Tipping and going, drink, going, and keep going. You know, come on. Well,
Gentlemen, let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. A face that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track is the eardrum like a Sunday and Jess. Like a best for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine state for the bomb and the beat. The safe way you never find a dance floor in street and good feet. On a mission for them greens. Big mean money making machines. Sucking things. I've been in the game for 10 years making black food. Ever since honey's was bearing tattoos. Now it's 95 and they fuck me and watch me down the street. Looking like a wild Liberace It's all good From Diego to the Bay No city is the bomb It's a city making pay Oh, so the finger It's still the same way Great looking down For California I can't see 
West Hard barbecues every day, 
driving fancy cars. I still don't get my vehicle. I'm representing for the tankers all across the world. Hitting the corners and the lolos. Taking my time to perfect the beat. And I'm still got love for the streets. It's the feeling. I'm representing for the tankers all across the world. Hitting the corners and the lolos. Taking my time to perfect the beat. And I'm still got love for the streets. It's the feeling. In the club, baby, you got to get up. Club homies, club homies, yeah, they giving it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up. Now they can chase us while we dancing in the party for sure. Slip my girl up. When she crept in the back door, chicken looking at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step up in the sofa, just a swing in my head. Trick, what you talking? Quick walk, get you down with the set. Take a put some dip and take this on the chair. Out of town, put it down for the father of rap. And if you happen to get cracked, shut your trap. Come back, get back, that's the part of success. If you believe in the S, you'll be relieving your stress. Hey, oh my, we be thinking we fall, we don't. Hey, 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 we be thinking we f
we gon' rock it till the wheels fall off. Hold up, hey, oh my d***s will be acting too bold. Take up, hey, hope you're ready for the next episode. It's your boy, Flossie Jeezy, and I am back again. Got all the technical bugs worked out, but, you know, I really hate to have a show get messed up for no damn reason and, uh, you know, be in the middle of a show and have some other people with some technical difficulties changing pages and doing all this weird stuff in the middle of a show and asking me questions in the middle of a show. It's rude and, 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 and offensive, and I apologize to my audience for anybody that was out there listening in on the show while I was trying to get it in with you. Uh, you know, I probably lost some some people. They probably thought the show was over with and got disconnected. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to try to run another show back in the morning. We'll be back in the morning at uh, 8 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time with some uh, some good stuff out there for with um, uh, the cameo and continuance of that. And I'm just going to go ahead and call it a night tonight. I think we got in what we really wanted to talk about earlier. It was good to get the Russell Simmons interview in. Good work, Russell. Shout out to you on those prison programs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all you folks out there dealing with these cities that don't seem to know what actual diversity means. They've got a lot of lip service, but they don't really practice diversity. I'm going to get on off here because I want to drop some more songs, you know, in, 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 in my group and everything and make sure everything is everything. Like I said, I hate when technical difficulties make it where it's embarrassing and, and I'm rude to my, my public out there. So for all you folks out there, I want to thank you and God bless you for coming out and supporting your boy, Flossie Jeezy. We'll be back again tomorrow night with something and jumping off, and it'll be good to go. So for Flossie Jeezy, Flossie Jeezy Show Worldwide, and the new Flossie Jeezy Worldwide Network that's going to be probably up, and we'll probably open up with that one on Monday once we work all the kinks and bugs out and everything, and people quit changing stations and channels on me without permission. We'll get all that stuff worked out. So this is your boy, Flossie Jeezy. Uh, you know, g- good night, good news, good luck, and, and God bless. Take care. Call in 10 minutes and say I did. Yo, Piggy, man, we got it going on, baby. It's on and cracking, man. He's gone, baby. You the man, you the man. Champagne, caviar, dreams from now on, baby. Plats, baby, straight plats on me. Baby, baby. Right. We own and cracking from now on, man. You know what I'm saying? You pop. You lock? I mean, you sing? Man, I'm so happy you're free. <laughs> yeah. Happy to see you. Was y'all talking when I got it in? Finish. No. That can wait. What's important is, what's important is, you gonna get that? Yeah.
Yeah, baby. 19 seconds. Who's that, Biggie? Oh, that's just fake. She's always checking up on me. Mm. It's a lie, piece of shit. Pop, please don't kill me. It was Buck's idea. Oh, man. I'm just a rapper, man. Please don't take me out the game. <laughs> I ain't gonna kill you. We was homeboys once, pig. Once we homeboys, we always homeboys. Even if you is a fat phone. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, man. Thank, thank, you. thank you, man. Sixteen Don't thank me. Sorry. Ain't nothing but against the party. Oh, shit. You fucked that man. You done get two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. Break out the shit, man. Motherfucking time. I paid a perfect picture, bomber hoops. Did my tits took your picture with that you double AP? Double for fucking homie, you the cold ass dick on the mall. Show me up. I keep my hair on the gun, cause they got me on the run. Now we're back in the courtroom, waiting on the outcome. Three, two pockets, all the the niggas mind. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'm gonna get smacked and get the death of the shit. And put together a million hearts for the end. So now they got a place to make TV and they
Here we go. Here we go. Tomorrow we win. If we follow the trends and keep counting the dollars we spend. I want a mahogany bin. I want lottery in. I want property friends. Plus my hobby is skins. If I can probably ascend, then my prophecy ends. But the thought of begin. Watching my artists spin in a place with war be Based on a true story. territory was made for me. Took a true glory. Blast alone. Mass in the zones have to be sown. Every capacity blown. I'm internationally known. Yo, the all held the honorable. Microphone phenomenal. Persona is invulnerable. Trust me. Son, I continue like a song or two, bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle was just begun. The song begins, yeah. Rock and set it all. The song begins, begins. They'll say a rhyme after the next joke. The song begins, begins. Rock and set it all. My never-ending epic Got the world spinning hectic I couldn't spread it To the whole city's infected Spent that I supply Intensify They commence is my daily event So why You get involved in this Paragraph politics Narrating novelist Marketing Then I'm marvelous I'm starless Which means the author's authentic Most definite Every episode's an epidemic So when you research Check it Here go the evidence They represent with lyrical Negligence of president, a sign consistent without fiction. Every inscription is a special edition. So all hell the honorable, microphone phenomenal, persona is invulnerable. Trust me, son, I continue like a star with you, bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle is just begun. Begin. 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 The struggle begins, begins, for a rock and set it all. The struggle begins, Telekinesis, I see the parents clearance. Pictures and movie theaters, lyrics you hear it. Devastating the way you hear it. Stay cool for sequels, part tools, and more. Consume you and your people to bug rush the store. The name's achieved, the game remains the same. I want King to reign on his claim to fame. No stopping this, I'm stopping this with hip hop in this. But when the topic is topicless, then I'm writing the apocalypse. Who all hail the honorable? Microphone phenomenal, persona is invulnerable. Trust me, son, I continue like a sovereign. Bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle is just a gun. The saga begins. I can set it all. The saga begins. The saga begins. I can set it all. The saga begins. Set it all. Rockin', 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 set it all.
Yo, 